This is episode 36. I'm Colin. And I'm Mike. Alright. How was your week, Mike? Uh, it's been okay for the most part. I mean, uh, you know, it's been fine. Today's been going pretty well. Yeah? <laughs> I, I, two of my three classes were canceled today. Ooh. So I just went to, I got to sleep in a little bit. Um, went to school to have lunch with my buddy and then... Not uh, me. Not you, yeah. Well, I said my buddy, so... You know, cancellation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I listened to my buddy, and then um, went to my class, and then came back, and now we get to record the pod a little early. I might even be able to work tonight, possibly. We'll oh, see. fuck. I know. <laughs> work? What? Yeah, probably um, work, too. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, there's that, and then usually when I commute to school... And you know, because you see it every time you drive here, uh, there's usually like two bits of construction on the way. The construction's gone. So that's, you know, a lot more relaxing. (laughs) Don't have to fucking merge with slow-ass semis and slow-ass grandmas (laughs) and shit. So, you know, it's kind of put me in a little bit of a good mood. I was able to, you know, pay attention in music history, feel like I was actually paying attention because I wasn't tired. Yeah. <laughs> crazy how things work um but yeah i mean the week itself was you know it was fine it is it is <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty strange for construction to be done on the road in illinois because that's they, also true yeah. they tend to like to do that for years on end without doing anything mm-hmm. to it so it's nice that it was done you know within four months <laughs> yep you don't know why that happens why is that because they get paid by the hour oh so and if that construction company like if they're known to like you know get stuff done quickly then their projects are over quicker and then people will hire them and expect them to work quickly pretty much Great. and when that happens then the construction workers you know don't make as much money because it's paid hourly not just like this much for a job you'd like think, it probably should be <laughs> you'd, you'd think for a job like that they'd have a salary but yeah mm, guess not that's pretty stupid yeah but yeah that, at least that, that's the theory that i was told that uh amazon when i worked there and one of my co-workers told me that because the construction in there was going on the entire time I was there. I mm. never saw it. There was a big curtain that covered, like, the majority of the building that I just never saw come down when I was there. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a magic trick, and I never saw the results. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. How about you, though? How was your week? Well, uh, it was bad. Oh. <laughs> bad week. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monday was okay. Monday, nothing was bad other than my roommate being sick and i was like oh great gotta wear a mask in my dorm again because he got sick earlier this uh this year Mm -hmm. and i was like great um but then you know tuesday i go to work i I go to go do some work Mm -hmm. i leave tires flat just completely flat (laughs) had to and then like i went well like you know it was almost flat out of the parking garage i was like okay i'll go fill it 
and then I get to the gas station that's right next to my fucking parking complex. Yeah. Out of order, air pump. I'm like, oh my god, great. Um, that's great. So I'm like yelling in my car. I'm like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, so I had to drive down the road to another gas station with another air pump mm-hmm. and, uh, did not make it there before the tire just fucked. <laughs> it just got fucked and blew up. Well, it didn't blow up, but it got completely fucked. And mm-hmm. I had to one, start a triple A account to have them come <laughs> have them come and you know have it, call like a, a towing service yeah um cuz like i have a spare i had a spare tire um but i don't know how to change a tire so that didn't really help me yeah <laughs> and then, yeah i had to wait a couple hours inside of a burger king that's connected to a fucking mm. gas station yep. um until that guy got there and he did it really quick and everything and then he, you know, I didn't know that spare tires aren't meant to be used as actual tires. They're just for like a yeah, little, right, like I, a temporary. Solution. I didn't, I didn't like completely understand that. Yeah. But then when he put it on the car and it was smaller than all the other ones, I was like, oh, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, I had to go get my tire replaced, and I went there, and they do you know tire repairs for free at the place I went. I was like, oh, cool, maybe they can fix my tire. And then I got there, and I was like, hey, can you, like, check this tire out, see if it can be fixed? And he's like, yeah, no, man, no problem, man. And he came outside, and he, like, looked at it, and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a new tire. I was like, fuck. Just because it's, like, old? Or? It's, it was old, and, like, the tread was kind of bad, and, you know, and then he turned it over, and there were, like, three holes in it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, he was like, Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. I can I can afford one tire, and then he went to like check on my other tires, and like the two back ones were fine, like they were pretty in pretty good condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he went up to the other front one. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna recommend you get two. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> and so like, and then that was three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So that was, that hurt a lot. Her no. tire or for both. Yeah, for both. Okay. Uh, which, it, it, you know, I was talking to Vince and Mike, or Vince and John, or, yeah, Vince and yeah, John. Yeah, Vince and John. And I'm really pitching. <laughs> <laughs> you said, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, well, that's okay. I, I was like, God, tires are expensive. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, but how much do you pay? I was like, oh, 300 And John was like, oh, I paid $1,000. I was like, oh, look at you, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Audi. Um, hey. Don't roast him. He's gonna like this episode. You're right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> um, no, I didn't actually say that. But, <laughs> like, you know, you know, more expensive cars need more expensive wheel, I guess. But like, mm-hmm. uh, but then Vince was like, "Oh, that's not allowed for tires." I was like, "Fuck yeah, it is for me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, three hundred dollars is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And uh, I spent that, and then that was okay. And then yesterday, oh, um, oh wait, yeah, Thursday. Um, my fucking, two people in my suite tested positive for COVID. So I had to go get tested. Negative, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to go get tested <laughs> as well because we hung out a couple days before. Yeah. And I was feeling, it's gone away now, of course, but like th- throughout the week I had did have like a little weird feeling in my throat. Mm-hmm. And like I was doing like little tiny like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and then like when you said that, I was like. I don't think it is, but what if it is? Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got tested, like, 20 minutes before you did, and then 
also came back negative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily. Yeah. Um, COVID isn't real though. So yeah, no, no, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that gave me anxiety all day yesterday. Yeah. Um, but luckily it came back. I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> um, it's cause like now we can kiss live on the podcast. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, for our audio listeners, we definitely kissed right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, come <on. laughs> Gotta kiss the listeners too. Is that cherry flavoring? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, that that was a little worrying for me as well. I guess. Uh, but um, yeah, it was a saliva test, and like, yeah, yeah you had to really fill that bitch, and you weren't allowed to like drink or eat beforehand. Nope. So like. It was like spinning, spinning dust. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It it only took like five to like eight minutes for me. Mm. Like you said, it took five minutes for you. About yeah. But I was like, God, I was running dry. <laughs> yeah. I told Mike I, I was trying to speed run it uh, <laughs> by like looking up uh, food videos on Instagram to try to get like my saliva. Start just, salivating, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, like fucking dog. <laughs> 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 yeah, Pavlov. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that didn't work. Uh, but you know, I was still able to get the spit out enough. And, you know, you know how when you're about to puke, you, you like you salivate. Have you puked in a while? Not, not a little nah. bit. No, I haven't puked in a while either. I don't remember but, like, salivating beforehand. <laughs> yeah, my like my I don't know. It might just be me, but like yeah. I get that like kind of I get a lot of saliva in my mouth. Okay, and then I that's when I feel like I'm gonna puke. Um, but like when I was trying to get all the spit out. I was feeling that same kind of like warm saliva, mm. and I was like, I I'm not gonna puke, but it feels like I'm gonna puke, and I hate this. Yeah. Um, but luckily I didn't puke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a little extra in here. <laughs> That's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, sorry about that. Will the will these will the stomach bile help at all? Yeah. Um. Oh God. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, that. Upside to that, though, is that I'm going to have my room all to myself for 10-plus days. Goddamn. Because uh, my roommate has to stay quarantined for at least 10 days, and if and 10 days from now is, like, a couple days before Thanksgiving break, so if he comes back... That's true. Um, yeah, there, there'd be no reason for him to come back, so I might have it for, like, two full weeks, and that's, like... Mm-hmm. Prime time. Yeah. Um, but have to start recording the pod over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, and uh, my the other roommate in the suite that's like, it is it doesn't have COVID, is like leaving for the weekend. So I'm gonna have the whole suite. The whole God damn Colin's sweet house. I'm gonna have <laughs> nothing to do all he has a weekend. Penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll play music as loud as I want. Yeah, there you go. You literally um, can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. That was the only upside to my week so far. I yeah. mean, other than you know the Silk Sonic song that dropped last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Also, uh, we had um, I like completely forgot this was last weekend until right now. But there was also the Halloween party that yes, we did. Yes, that, so that was, was gonna... pretty good experience as well. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, just hanging out with Vince and his friends again. Yeah. Uh, we're the only reps from our school there but you know <laughs> gotta you show them your little artwork bike i could but then i'd dox where we go i think that's true, that's true. <laughs> i drew our mascot um 
and I'm not a visual artist. <laughs> but, uh, hey man, my shit wasn't good either. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I did it just because, you know, it was fun. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I like laughing at my own art because it's, it's not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. That party was fun. Mm-hmm. I, got, I had a good time. Drink a couple of angry orchards cause I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, going don't drink underage. Mm-hmm. Colin is of age. He will be 21 for a year and a half. <laughs> I'm not of age. <laughs> don't listen to Mike. Uh, but just be if you do drink underage, if you're a college kid such as us, be safe about it. Yeah, that's all I ask. Don't be stupid. Colin cares. Yes. We're gonna make this a new segment called Colin Cares. <laughs> Colin's caring corner. <laughs> it'll do just as well as Colin's corner. Absolutely. Uh, did pretty well on YouTube. I don't think it it's gotten one listen on streaming services. Really? So, yeah. God damn. Uh, <laughs> people Are, like me on YouTube. Yeah, I guess I'm the streaming audience. People. Yes. Hey, what's yes. up? What's up, y'all? Uh, <laughs> um, but that's okay. I don't really care. Um, yeah, the party was fun. Mm-hmm. I did some painting, like Mike said. Had the, had a bunch of those little wind-up toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were fun to mess around with. Mike got a really funny video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the next day, we went to get, me, Vince, and Mike went to go see uh, the new Edgar Wright movie, mm-hmm. Last Night in Soho, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was very good. I like it a lot. I think the acting was very good. I liked the sound design and the visual effects. But, you know... Vince didn't think so. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Um, it definitely wasn't my favorite Edgar Wright movie I've seen. Right. Um, but, like, it was still entertaining, and it definitely wasn't, like, bad. I definitely enjoyed my time there. <laughs> but it's just kind of like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> I kind of... Ooh, excuse me. I kind of feel... <laughs> <laughs> Delayed reaction. Um, uh, I kind of felt the same way about it that I, like, kind of feel about, like... Um, have you seen Jackie Brown from Quentin Tarantino? Uh, I've seen some of it. Yeah. Like, I watched that, and I was like, yeah, that was good. But, like, I like I don't think I'm going to think about it that much after watching it. <laughs> I mean, we had, like, a discussion about it in the car, I guess. But, you know, it, it was good. It just wasn't like, oh, this is so fucking good. I love Edgar Wright. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Edgar Wright, but it wasn't like... It didn't give me that same kind of feeling, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I didn't like it as much as, you know... Your your baby driver or mm-hmm. your, your uh, Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz is one of my favorite movies. That's Haven't seen Hot Fuzz yet. We need to watch that. That shit's so fucking good. I watch that. <laughs> um, did he do Scott Pilgrim too? Yes. yes, Scott Pilgrim's another great one. Scott Pilgrim's another great one. But you know, I think I thought that was it was a pretty cool, pretty cool story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw like a little thing on TikTok um, when a little spoiler for the movie, but not really because it's in like the trailers. Um, for all you Edgar Wright fans out there, um, <laughs> uh, you know that scene where she first goes into the body of the mm-hmm. person in the '60s. Yeah. Um, and like, it, it's supposed to be a mirror, but obviously there's no mirror there. Yeah. Uh, the the person that takes her coat, the, both of them are played by uh, Fred and George from the Harry Potter. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. That's hilarious. They needed somebody that they needed twins. <laughs> they got That's Fred and George. That's hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool, uh, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, it's I, you know, 
I'd say definitely the standout of the movie was the visuals oh, themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's Edgar Wright, so that's like, you know, not necessarily a shock. But the visuals are great. The soundtrack and like that paired with the visuals at points was also mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, yeah, the acting was pretty good as well. <laughs> I liked the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Anya Taylor Joy did very well. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I've seen her in. And, you know, I know yeah, I've never seen her in anything either. I only know her name from being Peach in the new Mario movie with Chris Pratt. Yep. Um, you mean the Garfield movie with okay. Chris Pratt? I was just going to mention that. <laughs> in other movie news, Chris Pratt's playing Garfield, guys. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> and it was announced on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know... I've seen people defend it, like, oh, I can see you more as, Gar- as Garfield than Mario. But yeah, it's like, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, was that you? I, I yeah. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I kind of agree. It's just like, why can't you just find, like, an actual voice actor? Yeah. I mean, like, that's fair. I know Chris Pratt did the Lego movie, and that was, like, his role before Guardian. Was that before Guardians? I couldn't tell. I don't remember. It was either, like, a year before or a year after Guardians, yeah. but, like... It's just, you know, there are people that do specifically voice acting, and they could do Garfield much better. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like the reason that I can see it is because it does kind of just... Garfield is kind of like a lazy version, or uh, like a depressed version of his character on Parks and Rec. A little bit. I suppose. Like, a little bummy, a little just like, you know, silly. I mean, I, it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but even Andy is more silly than Garfield. Like Yeah, that's what I mean by a more depressed version. <laughs> I don't know, man. He just has to get that depressed energy. I feel like that's you know it's it's mostly there. I don't know. I was just like, God, why? Yeah. Why? Um but also before the Mario movie even came out, there was a sequel or a spin off announced uh, for uh, Seth Rogan's Donkey Kong. Really? Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Seth Rogan Donkey Kong movie. So that's fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like that's one of the like, the cast the cast members, I was like, okay, I can kind of see that for. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it all depends on the fucking Mario movie, though, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we can get into music news now. Yeah, yeah, because we do have a topic today we do, we as well. Do. And we're almost uh, 20 minutes in. So. Hell yeah. Another long one, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me text our long. resident expert, see if he can pop in yeah. later. Just say within, like, the next hour so we could probably turn it back on if we need as well that's true (laughs) i guess you could stick around here um (laughs) i guess while you do that i'll talk a little bit about um some things there's three things i have written down here um the main thing that i personally want to talk about uh for just a little bit was um radiohead they released uh kid amnesiac uh or kid amnesia i think is what it's called i don't fucking know they titled it weird um which is uh a, a combination album of Kid A and Amnesiac because uh, those albums were both recorded in the same time and Amnesiac is sometimes called like the Kid A leftovers okay. a little bit um, but it has those two put together and then as well as like I think about like 30 minutes or so of demos and stuff that have never been released and uh, yeah I mean I thought it was pretty good uh, a little unnotable <laughs> like it's not like I would be like God, you gotta listen to this or some shit like that like i mean it's cool if you know the songs and stuff um and the the original album or not the original album but like the demos album or whatever it has like two original tracks and then 
more like demo likes or alternate versions of songs and then towards the end it like has like a lot of like i don't know just like instrumental and like kind of like ambient stuff it's it's kind of it almost turns into like a dark ambient radiohead album like it like kind of gets like people were saying on album of the year when i was looking at it, like it gave him like everywhere at the end of time vibes a little oh. bit like it like kind of like it, it just like in the last like five tracks or something it just kind of just feels really uneasy hmm. which is cool um and they're only a but like yeah a, each. a lot of them are like a minute the original songs here are a little longer um, if you say the word came out uh, a few weeks ago, I like that song quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Follow me around came out earlier this week. I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very bare bones and it feels like you've heard the entire thing after like a minute and a half of it, and it is five minutes long. <laughs> so I'm not a big fan of that one. Um, but also uh, the. The main highlight for me here was How to Disappear Into Strings, mm-hmm. which is uh, from their song How to Disappear Completely, which is my favorite Radiohead song, I think. Um, and it's basically just an isolated version of the string section in that song. It is actually fucking phenomenal. It's so good. And it really shows how much those strings add to that track. I love that, and I love that that's like released. Um, <laughs> and the last one I want to talk about is uh, this one here. Uh, Polk slash Pole, True Love Waits version. Mm-hmm. Um, so Polk slash Pole is one of my least favorite Radiohead songs on an album. It's right. on Amnesiac. Uh, Polk slash Pole, Revolving Doors. Not a big fan of it. The beat's like kind of cool, I guess. Uh, but what they do is they <laughs> they have that beat and they have a song of theirs from A Moonshaped Pool, True Love Waits. Like They have the vocals over it. Mm. Over this like grungy beat, I guess. Uh and, like, I know True Love Waits is a song that's, like, literally been, like, they've been messing around with that since, like, the early 90s, I believe. Okay. So, like, they experimented a lot with it before actually releasing it on a moon-shaped pool. <laughs> it just feels so uncanny hearing, like, what I'm used to, this, like, really, like, somber piano ballad <laughs> just put over, like, this grimy beat. <laughs> it's just, like, I've never had, like, an uncanny valley feeling like auditory before but mm-hmm. that that really gave it to me i mean uh, yeah i was just over vince might have even heard me i was just like 12 a.m just over here like laughing like what the fuck <laughs> it was just weird yeah we could do that that's fine um our resident guest who i'm sure none of you can guess uh <laughs> but yeah overall it's it's pretty good uh if you like these albums i'd suggest checking it out um or if you just want a really fucking cool string arrangement for five and a half minutes listen to how to disappear into strings because that shit is gorgeous um yeah and uh i guess one more thing because did did you listen to this by any chance the that one no yeah did it come out yeah it came out yesterday post malone and the weekend released a song together Eh? Eh, really eh, yeah i would think it would be pretty good uh because like i feel like they would have a cool chemistry together but it's just kind of like this really bland pop song that's like somewhat 80s but somewhat not Mm. i don't know it's just it did nothing for me (laughs) but yeah and then we had sorry no you're good you're good you're i I made sure to talk about these first because i knew you were gonna do that and then Silk Sonic also released uh, what is hopefully the last single for the album that's coming out next week. Yeah. Uh, called what was it called? Smoking out the window. Uh, yeah, smoking out the smoking, smoking out, out the window. window. 
I thought it was really good. <laughs> I did too. Like, yeah. it's just it's just continuing the really good streak of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like I I listened to it yesterday and I thought I didn't like it as much as the other two, but then I listened to it a couple more times today with earbuds and I was like, ooh, okay, yeah, no, I like this one just yeah. as much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only listened to it once, so I don't really remember it as much because I listened to a lot of stuff last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember liking it quite a bit and just you know getting more excited yeah. <laughs> for the album. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you watch the music video? No. It's pretty funny. Oh, they're like they're like that. in a they're like performing with like their band or whatever. And then mm-hmm. there's one point where uh, where uh Anderson Anderson Anderson, <laughs> Anderson, <Bach>. Anderson uh <laughs> he just kind of like flops on the ground just laying there face down. <laughs> and then he comes back up in the camera. It's really fucking funny. Um <laughs> But like yeah, it was a very good song, and I'm very excited for next Friday. That'll nice. be that'll be the meat and potatoes of the episode next week. So Hell yeah, get ready for that one. Hell um, yes. Just just if you haven't listened to Silk Sonic yet, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's great. Do it. Uh, get caught up on the. I mean, I'm sure you've heard "Leave the Door Open" by this I'm sure, point. Yeah. Like that song is fucking everywhere at the moment. Yeah. But like skate and smoking out the window, both also really great. Oh, yeah. Check them out. And this album that's coming out next week should definitely check out. Cause, oh, yeah. I mean, we were talking on group chat. This is easily going to probably jump into my top five at the very oh, least. Yeah. Like, just off these three songs, I'm like, yeah, this is this is going up there. <laughs> um, uh, it, it may even take the top spot, but I, I'll have to see how that goes. They'd have to, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that it way. It would have to beat Happier Than Ever for me. So. Mm. For uh, me, it'd have to... I don't even. I don't even know what's at the top of mine right now. It's kind of fluctuating, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I think the Little Sims album's at the top at the moment. But I don't know. God, yeah, great fucking song. Um, great fucking year for me. Oh music. god, yeah. Twenty twenty one really fucking came back strong. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Any, I heard that there was like another Kendrick feature on another song that came oh, out. Oh, was today. I? But I, d- I didn't hear what song it was or who it was by. Um, let's see here. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Ken- Lamar. Kendrick. Who's that? L. Amar. What the fuck? Why is Abba dressed up as Tron? <laughs> <laughs> they still look young as fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, pretty old. Sorry, just an ad on my Spotify. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not really seeing anything. Maybe there isn't. I saw. I, don't know, I heard something. Oh, it's just a school by Q, I think. A oh, school by Q. Uh, view album. Oh no, that's from twenty fourteen. I don't know. <laughs> I heard something uh, about it, but I guess that was a lie. Um. Why is like Starboy the first one here? Has he not appeared at? No. No, he was, he on, was on he the was baby on, key. Yeah. But that's not that's in his stuff for some reason. Yeah, it's like a part. Oh, that's okay. part of like his releases on Spotify. Like, oh, is it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't why. understand how that works. <laughs> yeah, because it's a Baby Keem song featuring Kendrick. Yeah, <laughs> with Kendrick. I don't know. Weird. I don't know. Um, um last yeah. Friday the Nothing But Thieves Moral Panic Complete Edition came out. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it last week. We didn't listen to it though. That's true. We hadn't listened to it yet. And what do you think after listening to it? I thought it was really good. Uh, I think, so what they did, uh, for those who are unaware, they took um, Moral Panic, which is an album that came out last year, 
and Moral Panic 2, which is an EP that came out earlier this year, and they basically just mashed it together. Um, and I really like how they did it. Like, they very easily could have just, like, put Moral Panic, Moral Panic 2, just at the end, and just, like, you know, pretty lazily done that. But they actually, like, messed with the track listing um, on the original Moral Panic to fit the additional tracks. And I think what they did to it actually makes a better listening experience than the original album for me, personally. Because, like, I don't know, the biggest thing that I can think of is, like, uh, uh, the, the song that usually closes the album, uh, Before We Drift Away. Mm-hmm. I've never really been a huge fan of that song. I always felt like, eh, it's okay, but, like, it's not the strongest conclusion to end on. But now it's in the middle of the album, and honestly, I think it fits a little bit better there. Yep. And then Your Blood closes out the album which I, I don't think is a perfect song by any means, but it definitely it definitely fits that ending slot way better. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a conclusion. And then also this feels like the end being the pen- penultimate track now instead of being in the middle of the album. Like, yeah. that just makes thematic sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, f- I just feel like I really liked it as well. Yeah. I, I thought it fit. I thought it, like, melded together a lot better this time around. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like, this feels like the end should have been the ending song because it ends with that last like eight seconds of silence. I can see that. So like if it just ended like that after like that, and it's like it's a really fun song. I like that song a lot. Yeah. Um, like I I don't know. I I feel like that should have ended. I I like your blood as an ending, mm. but I feel like this is this feels like the end with it having end in the title. Mm-hmm. It could have worked better a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I liked them both though. Uh, I'm more of a moral panic apologist than you are um because <laughs> it's, it's it sounds like some political like act. <laughs> it's, it's not as good as uh broken machine but i still like it a lot um like how would you rate it in relation to the the first album well i can't i can't spoil that for our uh, if we do a once you know maybe we get nothing but thieves in our wheel years okay. ahead and okay. years down okay and I, I like it like since the first album or like the first album like how, how would you put it above or below their first album because mm. me personally i would definitely put it below probably below yeah. but like i still like it a lot it's probably like pretty close to okay close to it like gotcha. i don't know like the first album has like a lot of good shit on it it's like one of the best debuts i think but yeah. like um i don't know i i like moral panic a lot yeah. uh, and i like before we drift away so okay um fuck you (laughs) for me okay my uh, this is a kendrick lamar episode and we're talking about nothing but thieves right now but um (laughs) we're just stalling for time yeah yeah our resident expert is going to be on a little later (laughs) we definitely need time um uh yeah uh before we drift away i think it's fine for the most part but i really do not like the strings they put in there like they just sound so fake and out of place and i don't like it but the strings in uh, uh, Your Blood, those strings sound fucking fantastic. You don't I, like that? I, I like that a lot. I, I like literally, it like honestly kind of ruins the song for me personally. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. Um, it's okay to be wrong, Mike. Okay, okay. Your Blood reminds me of Radiohead, okay? So. <laughs> of course um, you'd like that one. Uh, yeah. Sounds like exit you music for a little film. bitch. <laughs> I just Radiohead. wish the climax was better you're, on your blood. You're a fucking Radiohead simp, <laughs> and that episode's gonna be a pain for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a pain for me, bro. That's ten albums of like so much. Yeah, oh, we can like most of it. 
Oh, I like basically all of them, yeah. and just excluding Pablo Honey. <laughs> I like Creep. Um, Crepe. <laughs> I reviewed that song on Album of the Year, like just the song itself, and I just said Crepe. <laughs> oh, I also got an Album of the Year. Yep. So, uh, What's your Album of the Year? <laughs> yeah, let's spoil it. I just spoiled it a couple minutes ago. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. At, we'll, we'll, at the moment, at least. <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end. But uh, yeah, he also yeah. has an account on there, and he'll be linked in the description yeah, as well. It better be, because I do better reviews. I'm just kidding. I don't. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. I have 15 followers. So uh, I have I'd watch six. I had six even before I posted anything. So sounds like a glitch in the system. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Onto what you're actually here for. Oh fuck! <laughs> Thirty minutes. It's into okay because our resident expert won't be on until three twenty. So, yep. uh, and it's almost an hour till then. So we will talk slowly. <laughs> it's okay if we pause the episode and come back to that it. Is true, that yeah, is we, true. Yeah, we we don't have to like you know just wait until yeah. Yeah, you're right. All but right, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we start at the beginning of his journey with overly dedicated. Twenty ten. What do you think, Mike? Um. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, so I accidentally listened to half of this album on Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I do this, that shit all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, and this is it. the first like time in the series where I've listened to an album that I haven't listened to prior to mm-hmm. before. And like, there's t- three of those for this project. I think? Yeah, three. Yes. Um, that I hadn't heard before. Huh. Uh, this is the first one of that. Four for you. Is it four? Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, I forgot about whatever. Um yeah, we're starting with Overly Dedicated because uh, it's the first, I think it's the first release he had under the Kendrick Lamar name from what I was looking at. It seemed like everything okay. before that was K-Dot, uh, that I think sense. is what I was seeing. Um, he does say K-Dot a lot. Yeah, I think that was his original like stage name, but then he changed to Kendrick Lamar, just his actual name, I believe, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his His name is something different, though. It's like, is it really? It's like Kendrick something, it's like Kendrick Lamar or something. Kendrick Lamar Duckworth, that's right. Oh, right. Yeah. Duckworth is his last Lamar's name. his middle name, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, yeah, so I actually listened to half of it on Shuffle, uh, and I said at least it was this album and not one of the other ones <laughs> where I made that mistake. <laughs> um, I said this album isn't as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. Uh, neither of us even knew this existed <laughs> prior yeah. to looking at it last week on, on podcast. Um, so I just kind of thought it was like a neglected family member <laughs> or something. Um, and I guess that's not totally inaccurate, but it's just because the rest of his discography is like so good. And then this album is just fine. Right. In my opinion, the production I think is surprisingly good for a first album. Um, mm-hmm. but only sometimes, uh, sometimes <laughs> on tracks like Michael Jordan, it's very obvious that it's a first album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said Kendrick's singing has never really been the highlight of his work, uh, but it does get particularly rough here at points. Like on Alien Boy, that's the one that stuck out the most to me. Um, I thought it was Alien Girl. Was it Alien Girl? I might have messed up. You, are you fucking up genders? Uh-oh, Alien Girl. Maybe he was assuming the gender, you know? Um, I think you're assuming the gender. The gender it is 2021, Mike. This was 2010. He had an excuse. All right. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> but that being said, most of this record is just decent and nothing really special. Uh, it's obvious he's grown so much from here, yeah. which is really great to know. So it's kind of cool having that as like a. I mean, I guess it's not his starting point, but like his starting point, you know. Yeah. Lack of better term. Um, 
I thought my, my favorite one on there was Barbed Wire. Uh, I liked Growing Apart and Cut You Off as well. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite ones were Michael Jordan, Alien Girl, and Ignorance is Bliss. And I gave this a decent 5 out of 10, but I think as I was doing that, I was like, I think I'm only doing this just because it is Kendrick and his stuff is so quality. I think if I just heard this from a random person, I probably would give it like a six, okay. uh, like a decent six, but like, because it's Kendrick and I know he can do so much more, it's kind of a decent five. All right. Me. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I said the flow is very different from his more modern stuff. It's like, it does not sound the same. Mm. Like the confidence was not there yet. No, no. Yeah. Uh, but like, it, it still sound. He, he still has a good, good bars on here and he sounds good um but like it some of it felt kanye inspired to me not like yeah. not like overtly but mm-hmm. there were definitely moments especially alien girl alien alien girl could have been a kanye song it did kind of from what i remember of it it did kind of have an 808s vibe yeah. to it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like am i listening to kanye right now <laughs> um but like i don't know it was okay it wasn't too bad yeah mm-hmm. I, like you mentioned i didn't like my uh, michael jordan very much Mm-hmm. Uh, that one wasn't great. Um, <laughs> no, <for sure. laughs> yeah, but I also agree the production is really good. Um, but the you know mentioning Michael Jordan, there's that air horn that he uses throughout that song, just out of nowhere. It's just I like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like listening to it. I was like doing my laundry or whatever, and all of a sudden a couple times there's beep, 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 and it's like I know it was 2010, but. Kenny, <laughs> uh, but you know, um, oh no, that wasn't Michael Jordan. That's opposite to tracked. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it kind of like you know melded together a little oh, bit yeah, for, for me. Sure, for sure. Uh, it wasn't it, like he said. It's just fine compared to his other stuff. Like it's a it's an impressive like production wise debut uh, for Kendrick, but um, at least under the Kendrick name, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I liked it. Just not as much as his future stuff. No, um, yeah. But uh, my favorites were P&P 1.5, Opposites Attract, mm-hmm. and Barbed Wire. And my least favorite was Michael Jordan. I give it to like I give it like a 5.5. 5. Yeah, that's kind of just like a just like well. a, you know, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Not great yet, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how I'm feeling yeah. too. Uh, but yeah, you know, good debut, and then we got yeah. into Section 80. Yep, 2011. Um, uh, I said it's not a bad album. It's better than the b- debut, mm-hmm. but uh, still not hitting those Kendrick notes that I'm used to. Yeah. Um, it's good. You know, uh, the second half is better than the first, in my opinion. Mm, interesting. Um, I don't know. It it just kind of like picked up a little bit for me. It's like it, it's been a few days since I've listened to it, so mm. I might think differently now. But when I first listened to it, I was like, yeah, the second half is a little better. Um. He definitely gained more confidence in between these albums, though, because mm-hmm. like he's he's a little more not like full of himself, but you know he's he's definitely like I'm fucking Kendrick Lamar, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck you up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I liked this one. It wasn't. It, it was definitely better than the debut. Like I mm-hmm. said, um, the, the production is still there. Um. But there were I I did have a, quite a few more favorites on here i didn't yeah. i didn't have any least favorites because like you know i couldn't pick one that i really disliked because i didn't yeah. like this i didn't dislike any of them mm-hmm. um my favorites were uh poe man's dreams chapter 10 keisha keisha's song in parentheses mm. her pain rigor mortis and high power and then my rating was a seven all right 
Yeah, I mean, I have similar thoughts, I think. Um, I put immediate improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, from the very first track, for me personally, I was like, oh, yeah, this sounds so much better. Um, I definitely need to come back to this album. Mm-hmm. Okay, I probably shouldn't read exactly from my screen because I have come came back to this <laughs> album. Because uh, I, I finished this listening session, like, halfway through the week, and I did revisit Section 80 because I knew I needed to come back to it. Um, and I, I did like it. Uh, I, I'd like to quite a bit i was seeing some people saying on album of the year that this was kind of like the beginning of it all for him mm-hmm. um and you can definitely tell that with you know his subject matters and like the instrumentals the engaging lyricism and like you were saying the confident and convincing mm-hmm. delivery <laughs> um and i just said this is just a solid batch of tracks that was pleasant on the ears for mm-hmm. the whole runtime um there's a couple tracks to me that feel a little bit out of place no makeup was kind of one of those okay. uh, felt a little it wasn't bad it just like was like this doesn't really fit everything else going on right now um but other than that i really don't have other than that oh <laughs> oh don't have i don't have much complaints uh and i th- thought it was kind of cool that so appalled from kanye was sampled here i'm not sure if you caught that it was in high power uh he starts um fuck what was it how's the the fuck Oh wait, was it so appalled? I don't remember. Wow. There, there's some, there's some something from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy that he's kind of like uh, giving like a like a different version of, but he's using the same flow and kind of the same like word choices a little bit, um, which I thought was cool. Uh, and I don't know if this is intentionally what happened, but it kind of seemed like Kanye repaid the favor because mm-hmm. uh, in this album on um, fuck what clock? Oh, I think it was on uh, fuck your ethnicity, or maybe it was something else. On one of these tracks, the chorus is, fuck the mother neighbors, because uh, I'm down for my neighbors. <laughs> um, uh, that's like the, the chorus of the song. And then Kanye had a section of that on uh, Yeezus, on Blood on the Leaves. So it kind of was like they were shouting each other out a little bit. I don't know if that's mm. like what happened, but I thought that was kind of a, a cool little connection I made. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my favorite ones were Keisha's songs, Fuck Your Ethnicity, Absol's outro, Hole Up, uh, High Power, and Poor Man's Dreams. Um, I actually liked the beginning of this album quite a bit. Uh, and my least favorite ones were No Makeup, just because it was out of place, and Ronald Reagan era, just, I don't know, wasn't really doing it for me. Um, and I'd probably give it like a light 8 out of 10. Cool. Uh, it was, I, I thought it was really good, and yeah, definitely, definitely like kind of like foreshadowing for what's going to come next. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which and do you have anything else to say about that? Uh, no, I like the album. It was good. Yeah. It was better than the first one. Was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what comes next is Good Kid, Mad City, uh, 2012. And I put off. <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna have a lot to say on this. You one. are okay. <laughs> uh, I put off listening to this album uh, for a long time because I knew it was a story-based album, and I felt like I needed to pay attention to it. Yeah. And when I saw that we were gonna be doing this, I was like, oh, I hope I'm gonna be like in the mood to listen to it. Thankfully, I was. I think it was Monday night I listened to it. I was like, you know what? I feel like sitting down, listening, and reading the lyrics. (laughs) I was in the right headspace, and I'm really glad I did it that way because I was able to pay attention to the narrative and just kind of get lost in the story that was going on, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really well done. And on a sonic level, the flow of this album is just, like, impeccable Mm -hmm. as well. Like, the sequencing of these tracks is actually, like, incredibly satisfying to listen to like it feels like everything is placed exactly where it should be Mm -hmm. um and to do that like with like the themes but also you know with the tracks themselves are just so fucking cool um 
I was intrigued throughout the whole runtime, and the production is so polished and sounds so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all the little characteristic details in a lot of these beats. It makes them feel so alive and fresh throughout, uh, which isn't really easy considering a lot of these tracks are like four to five minutes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, they're, they're all on the longer side, especially for a hip-hop album, and they feel like they're constantly fresh. It's yeah. so great. Uh, my only complaints here is that I don't really get the hype behind Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. What? I I don't really like that song. What? That's definitely my least favorite. It's a great fucking here. song. I don't I don't get it. Like I don't really like the production on it and I don't like the oh, chorus like what? At all. Don't kill my that part's fine, but the I am a sinner. <laughs> I'm probably gonna sin again. I don't like that. I don't I know. I think John's gonna kill you. He might, he might. Um I might have killed his vibe, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't really get it that much. I gotta be honest. And I, I, I was looking like through Genius as well, and like even on Genius, they're like, yeah, this doesn't really connect connect to the narrative of the story. It's more just kind of like a single that's not like out of place, but it's there. And like that gave me another reason. I was like, then why the fuck is it? I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of it. It's there because it's good. But you I guess know. I guess I don't know. Um, in reels, the chorus on reel is a little too repetitive for my liking, but I do like the rapping on there and the messaging that happens i think towards the end of that track i liked quite a bit yeah um i said also i feel kind of bad that kendrick's dad never got his dominoes <laughs> <laughs> but all things considered it's probably not too big of a deal yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> really though this is a fantastic listen through and i will definitely be revisiting this and the bonus tracks are also pretty good yeah and for my best i have swimming pools yeah, drank right. uh the art of peer pressure i really like too Mad City, fantastic. Uh, Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. I think that song's like nine minutes or something, and fantastic as well throughout the whole thing. Backseat Freestyle, Good Kid, and then Money Trees. I, all those tracks are really great. My least favorite one was Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, <laughs> by kind of a large margin. In real, I also you know, talked about that before. But yeah, I'd give it like a, uh, like a light 9 out of 10. Like okay. Somewhere light to decent, somewhere there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Now, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I fucking love this album. I listened to it a long time ago. And um, with along with T-Pad, which we'll talk about later, in a little while, um, mm. it's it's been a while since I've just sat down and listened to either of those albums just straight through because they're long yeah. and they have a story that I need to pay attention to. Yeah. And the story in this one, like you mentioned, really fucking good. I love a concept album. I love a story album. It all melds together really nicely, and he, the confidence is just oozing out of this fucking album. His personality is there. That fucking you know that that usual Kendrick like like the nasally yeah the nasally. I've heard some people call it like his alien voice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, can, I can see it. Yeah, uh, it, it's there, and I love it. I love that side of Kendrick, and I think it's great. Um, uh, I said, what a great album. Hit after hit. I'm sure people were asking how he'd get better from here mm-hmm. after this album came out. If only they knew. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> God, this album's so fucking good. I love this album. And uh, I also feel bad for his dad uh, for not getting his dominoes. Yeah. Uh, Rip. You know, you, you gotta get that delicious Hawaiian pizza, I'm sure is what he was eating. Delicious garlic crust. Yes, and garlic knots. Hmm. Garlic knots? Yeah. It was like... Have you never had a garlic knot? I don't think so. They're like they're just like little garlic bread pieces, but they're tied into a knot. Well, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you never had them. No. It's pretty common. Uh, but anyway, uh, very fucking good album. 
Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, my favorites were "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe," <laughs> uh, "Backstreet" or "Backseat Freestyle," "Poetic Justice," "Good mm-hmm. Kid," "Mad City," and "Swimming Pools." I have no least favorites. Yeah. And uh, my rating's a nine to a nine point five. Yeah. Oh, I, so we have the same rating at the end of the day. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it, it's true. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's you're very wrong about "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe," Mike. I don't get it. Um, I don't get it. It's I so I feel like the guy good. in the video where steel is heavier than feathers. I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. The steel is heavier than feathers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to pause here. So wait for John or. No, I think we can go through and well, like, what were you planning? Well, I wanted him to talk about TPAP because it's you know. Oh. But if you want him to just talk about Kendrick overall at the end, we can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how I was seeing. It. Okay, yeah, we can. <laughs> do that. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll go on to TPAP. <laughs> All right, Sorry, guys. Um, Twenty fifteen. Oof. This is the biggest year gap as well. Yeah. Uh, well, until now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um. Holy. I know we've yeah. talked about this album quite a bit, um, but like, god damn, what a perfect fucking album! Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it is his magnum opus. It mm-hmm. is, I don't know how he could get better from here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, uh, it's just like it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Every song, there's no misses, not a single one. Yep. I oh god, let me. Uh, the production, the lyricism, the this there's just little specific choices he made throughout this album. They're just fucking fantastic. Just yeah, Chef's mm-hmm. Kiss, baby. Yeah. Um. I hadn't, yeah, like I mentioned, I hadn't listened to this one straight through in a long time. Like I've listened to like you know a couple, like I've listened to King Kunta a lot, and um, what's the other big one? Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, like yeah. a lot, and I love those songs so much. But uh, I hadn't just sat down, like I mentioned, to just listen to this fucking album, and I regret it because holy fuck, <laughs> I love it so much. Mm. I want it on vinyl. Honestly. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm probably gonna add it to my Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> like my younger brother got Good Kid on vinyl, mm. and I was instantly like, I kind of want that. But like this one, definitely a lot more than Good Kid. Just, just mm-hmm. like, God, how can one person make such a good fucking album? Yeah, it's a ten, baby. Mm-hmm. It's a. T- I spoiled it, but it's a ten. <laughs> fucking ten. I don't. Yeah. God, <laughs> my faves were basically the whole album that I listed here. But I have For Free, King Kunta, These Walls, All Right, Hood Politics, Complexion. Yeah. How much dollar costs an eye? Like, yeah. God damn, that's a ten, baby. Yeah. Ten. Yep. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I said this record is even better in the context of his discography for mm-hmm. me. I, I have listened to this one quite a bit. You know, I kind of, every now and then I'm just like, okay, I'll listen to T-Pad. Okay, I'll listen to T-Pad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do kind of tend to listen a little more in the background just because I like the jazzy instrumentals on yeah. here. Um, but I didn't really think I could like this even more, but it's a lot easier to see where like a lot of the context is coming from on a lot of the tracks. Like when, especially when he includes like some references to previous tracks, like he talks about like Keisha, I think on here at one point, uh, uh, there was something else too that I can't quite remember. Um, I should have made a note on, but like he, it was another like reference to an older song. I was like, Oh, Oh, (laughs) like it was, it like just felt like a natural progression from his older work too, which is, it just gives me so much more respect for it. Um, 
I said uh, T-Pav is going to go down as one of the best albums of all time, and it's going to be talked about for a long, oh, long God, time. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, not only are the all of the lyrics and all of the flows amazing, but these instrumentals themselves are next level. Like, when uh, uh, the Little Sims album came out earlier this year, and I was like promoting it to you guys i was like i haven't heard instrumentals this good since t-pap <laughs> like uh-huh. it was literally the standard and still is the standard honestly like mm-hmm. it's just i can't get enough of how much of a pleasure everything is just to listen God, to yeah. like it's it's all so fucking good uh, it's insanely good and every track in my best list that i have that i'm gonna show in a second is going to be a 10 like mm-hmm. every track there is a 10 yeah and every other track is a nine at the very least on the entire album it is nines and tens yeah, <laughs> there's nothing. no there's no in between no. um inc- yeah including anything in my least category I, I have a couple tracks in there but i still think they're amazing track they're just i guess not amazing amazing <laughs> it's i don't know and this is just a must-hear album if you haven't yeah, heard God, this yeah. um so my best i put for free i put king kunta these walls you all right how much a dollar cost the black or the berry and i and my least favorite was Hood Politics, but that's only because I can't really remember what it sounds like until I hear it. Okay. And then once I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this song a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, no, it's a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, it baby. a perfect album. So um, fucking good. And, yeah, it's a strong 10. It's the first 10 oh, I've yeah. given in this uh, setting. Me too. Yeah. Uh, D- did you give My Beautiful Dark Justin Fantasy... I gave it. A, I gave it a strong nine. I think I gave it a strong nine as well. Let me see here. Yeah, look back in your notes. Uh, yeah, it's a nine. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first ten for both of us yes, on artist analysis. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's really it's really fucking good. So damn. Um, um, <laughs> uh, obviously, I haven't listened to a lot of uh, you know rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I just got into it around you know twenty sixteen. 2017 so like mm-hmm. i don't i'm not like super adverse in it but like <laughs> when john told me to listen to this album because i was like what rap should i listen to and like just lay in bed with like big chunky skull candy he- headphones on yeah and wesley's theory starting with that i was like that's a little <laughs> oh, oh the very beginning <laughs> part yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, should I have to listen to this? <laughs> Colin's um, sophomore white year old self. Wait, what? sophomore. That's <laughs> <laughs> a white year old. It's called sophomore white self, wasn't it? To that beginning. <laughs> Buzz white year. <laughs> Buzz white year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, should I have to listen to this? Um, but a hard like, R. <laughs> yeah, but he, no, even when I was a fucking sophomore, I knew this was a fucking glorious album like, yeah this is this is the diamond in the rough yeah um and it is the example for uh rap going onward from 2015 mm-hmm. you know if you're not as good as t-pab you're not good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm kidding. Uh, anything that's not t-pab is just bad <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> give up <laughs> give up now give up now no no um, i'm kidding but uh yeah Fucking what? What else can we say about that? Like so. It, fucking it's good. just amazing. The only yeah. thing that I think I just forgot to say is just the variety on here is also mm-hmm. really good. Like just looking at this, like you is such a difficult track, like to to listen to at points. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that I think I think that's where another uh, reference to something was. 
Um, and like just knowing the struggles that he was going through, like with uh, Good Kid or whatever, Mad yeah. City, and that just gave so much more context to the song You and just like how depressing and how much like he feels like a failure. Yeah. And like I was like, oh my god, this is fucking hitting right yeah. now. But then that goes straight into All Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it feels so much more joyous. Like, yeah, shit's fucked up, but we gonna be all right. Yeah. Like, it's so, oh my God. Like, it, it, everything is fantastic. The transition is in this album, yeah. fucking ace. Like, yeah. uh, from For Free into King Kunta with that, like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And then Saxon. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah it's just so goddamn good yeah and like oh my god okay yeah we could talk about this for a we, long, yeah we could do a long, whole episode on time. fucking to Pimp a butterfly yeah if we just went through every song on the album but like yeah i wish we were doing this back in 2015 because that would have been a good <laughs> would have been a good podcast episode <laughs> um <laughs> two white boys talk about to Pimp a butterfly <laughs> one of the most important albums in black history yeah um but yeah untitled unmastered yeah 2016 i said this was a cool bunch of tracks but i think i might have hyped it up a little bit too much for myself because <laughs> really? i always heard this was like a really good like b-sides mm-hmm. or whatever um but I, I said some of these tracks do continue with the fantastic production and hooks of t-pab yeah. uh but there's also quite a few that are just a little bit forgettable <laughs> for uh-huh. me um i said nevertheless for a collection of b-sides this is some really impressive stuff that just further shows how flawless Kendrick's work ethic was throughout yep. this whole album cycle. Like he was just making gold after gold after God gold. Um, I said it's definitely worth a listen, but I'm not sure if I'll come back to it, honestly. Okay. Uh, besides a couple tracks. Uh, my favorite ones were Untitled 8, Untitled 2, and Untitled 7. My least was Untitled 4. I'd give it a strong 7 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I said... Um... What, what did I say here? I said the third thing here that I hadn't... Oh, the third album that I hear that I hadn't listened to. Oh, okay, yeah. This yeah. isn't really an album, but, like, uh, this is the third, like, project that I hadn't really listened to. Yeah, I hadn't listened to this either. Um, yeah. uh, I didn't expect to be seduced right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. first song kind of starts, like, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, I was in the library, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was also in the library while I listened oh, to this really? one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's no not November, Kendrick. <laughs> Chill oh, out. Um, I, I said, God, even the songs left off of T-Pow are amazing. Like, yeah. It's like, it's so many of these songs are real good. Yeah. Uh, like, like you said, his work ethic, fucking Flawless. gold. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody's better than Kendrick here. Um, I said nothing wrong with these songs at all, uh, though the ending to Seven goes on for a long time. It does, time. yeah. It does. <laughs> and I was like, "That's that, that was probably my least favorite. Okay. Uh, just because of that, because it went on for like five minutes. He's like, we're going to be here for 15 minutes. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I didn't mind hearing them mess around, but I was like, okay, it's only like five more minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that these were really good uh, otherwise. And... Um, yeah, not much to say about it other than, you know, I can see why some of these were left at the T-Pad, but some yeah. of them I would have loved to hear them. Yeah. Um, my favorites were three, four, five, and 8. All right. Uh, and I gave it like an 8. <laughs> we only shared 8. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> gave it an 8? Okay. Nice. <laughs> Damn! Damn. 2017. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the Kendrick album I've listened to the most. Mm. Uh, 
it's just one of those that you can just plop on at any time and it's good for however long you want to listen to it and uh it's still very good it's it's just not to the level of t-pab yeah like and i i I know that a lot of people share that opinion uh it's just like you know there's something about there's something about that little t-pab that i'm missing there's just missing in there Mm -hmm. it's like if he worked a little longer on it maybe you would have gotten that but like there's still a lot of fucking bangers on this album yeah it's banger after banger for the most part and uh and it's i I wrote down in here it's obvious through all of his work that kendrick kendrick loves to fuck yeah uh he has definitely had sex before (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah uh with songs like lust Mm -hmm. uh just let me put the tip in. <laughs> let me put the head in. <laughs> you know, I'm just like <laughs> Yeah. But, like, yeah, he, he loves to fuck. And uh, that was my last uh, bullet point there. But, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just had to get that out. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to, wanted to, you know, bring attention to that. But yeah. Kendrick gets his dick wet. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, and I said, a damn good album. <laughs> I get because that's the name of the album. Banger after banger. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like the most accessible accessible of the Kendrick albums. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, it is. I you know I like all of them. I like all the songs on here. Uh, I don't have a least favorite. Mm. Uh, my favorites were DNA, Element, Loyalty, Pride, Humble, and Love. Uh, but yeah, I said none for my least favorite. I said sorry, Kendrick hasn't missed in years. Uh, <laughs> uh, just remember that line <laughs> oh no uh, I have something that like okay never mind uh, and my rating was an 8.5 8.5 <laughs> I really love how you said that line because that like contradicts something I like blatantly say um, anyways damn 2017 I said hmm damn Damn, is an interesting interesting album. (laughs) It's an interesting album when giving us context, because it is by no means a bad album. In fact, I think most people will agree that it's a pretty good one. But it's kind of in a special predicament where it it is a good album released directly after two amazing albums, after Good Kid and T-Pab. And it is hard to keep that momentum going, and I kind of, I respect Kendrick for trying to switch it up a bit and leaning more into, like, a mainstream sound. Um, Like, I I don't don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that, but in my opinion, it is a bit of a noticeable downgrade from the previous releases. Um, I think the highlights on here are the bangers. Uh, The bangers work really well, I think, for all of them. Anything you would label a banger, I think, (laughs) would be there. I really enjoy most of them. But everything else is just, it's just missing something. Kind of like you were saying. It's not, I don't know. I think a good chunk of it is that the beats aren't as creative as, or as adventurous as the previous releases. Um, (laughs) There's also a few misses here, (laughs) if we're being honest. Um, And I said, uh, (laughs) I just love that concept. There's a few misses here, if we're being honest. And for me, that hasn't been an issue on multiple tracks since, like, overly dedicated. Yeah. so to reiterate, it's not bad. I'm only hard on it because I know Kendrick is capable of delivering so much more. Yeah. It's tough love. Now come here, give me a hug. <laughs> I want a hug. Come, give me a hug. Come here, Kendrick. <laughs> tough love. It's okay, okay buddy. It's okay. Um, my best ones: uh, DNA, Elements, Blood, Humble, Lust, XXX, Fear, and Duckworth, which is quite a bit. Um, but I'm not. I've loyalty. never really been a fan of loyalty. Riri. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pride. Uh, I like the Pride. intro to Pride. I like the <laughs> intro to Pride. Like the Pride's gonna kiss you cute. Yeah. gonna be the. I like that intro, but everything after that, like it. Um, God, I. You don't love God. <laughs> I don't love God. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and love. I like love, but it, it, it does feel a little weird. I don't know something about it. I would give it a strong seven out of ten, though. At the end of the day, it's it's like I said, it's a good album. There's just a few misses and it doesn't feel as satisfying of a listen as his previous releases have been i mean yeah well i do agree with that Mm -hmm. i don't know i i say that he hasn't missed in years and like i i mean that in the fact that like there's not a song that i don't like at least at least like that's fair that's fair um you know there's no song that i'm like "Eh, i don't like this one yeah uh like all of them i felt like out of damn like I recognize all the songs, so I'm like, ooh, yeah, fun, fun. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, man. I like I like Damn. I, I know that it's a disappointment after the last two. But, mm. um, but like, you know, it's still that it's still got that Kendrick, that, that you know, that Kendrick feeling to it. Yeah. And that's what I really listen to Kendrick for, because he's so unique. Yeah. And I love hearing his his beats and his bars. His alien voice. His alien voice. Yeah. Um, he's great. I love Kendrick. Yeah. And we have one more release here. We have Damn Collector's Edition. <laughs> yeah. I said it's like uh, the reversed effects in Nico and the Niners if Tyler were raised in the hood. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that really late at night. <laughs> if you could not tell. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know, he's referencing 21 Pilots there. Because um, he didn't say 21 Pilots at all. And there he just said Nico and the Niners and Tyler. And for many people, they might be like, what the fuck is he talking about? If you were raised in the hood. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lame Boy would have been a lot different. Um, yeah, I agree. 10 out of 10. ten. Out, yeah, Dan Forwards, you know, it, it has some issues, but backwards fixes everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it helps a lot. In the fact that every song is played backwards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot of, like, hidden messages in there. Mm. Um, it's just pretty interesting. You guys should, like, try to listen to uh, Damn Collector's Edition. Yeah. Cause... I thought it was weird when he started singing about how Paul is dead backwards. Yeah. Nobody's going to get that. <laughs> That's not true. That's a pretty, it, it, like, famous thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's do our rankings here. Uh-huh. Um, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, at number one, can you guess? Overly Dedicated. Yes, it's Damn yeah. Collector's Edition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's T-Pab, then Good Kid, then Damn, mm. then Untitled, then Section 80, and then in last place, but not least, well, least, uh, Overly Dedicated. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know... T-Pab's an S tier, but I'd say that Damn Collector's Edition, double S tier. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. It's so damn good. Maybe even triple, if we're yeah. going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's God tier. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's my ranking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my ranking is uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, uh, then Good Kid, Bad City, then I'd do Section 80, and then I'd do Damn, um, then Untitled Unmastered, then Overly Dedicated. And I'd say... These three, Section 80, Damn, and Untitled Unmastered, are pretty damn close to each other. Yeah. Like they're pretty, sorry. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're pretty interchangeable, probably, depending on my mood. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're very close. But everything else is, you know, Bill Barfly is God's here. Good Kid Mad City is really close to God's here. <laughs> 
Yeah. And okay, I, I want to add something new to this series. Oh shit. Um, to my series. Yes. Overall, <laughs> what would we, what would we rate the discography together? Ooh, like out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah. Oh, we have to work together. Well, we don't have to. Oh, okay. If you oh, okay. Want you're to, just here. Okay. Um. No, we can do separate. We can do separate. Uh. So out of ten, the entire discography, including overly dedicated. Yes. I would probably say like a really strong eight is what I would say. If we're including, you know, overly dedicated and then, you know, damn untitled, uh, like in section 80, like those are all kind of on the low eight side. And then I think it all just kind of culminates just uh, that no one saw that visual, <laughs> but like right here, <laughs> like, like right, like like an 89 out of a hundred or something like that for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd give it like a nine. Nine. I, I think that, yeah. you know, good kid and to pimp and butterfly really fucking, do a hell of a lot for his discography. Yeah, and I know that you know, um, overall, there's uh, the first two. I mean, overly dedicated. It wasn't as good, but I, mm. I think it doesn't account for much of it. I think that yeah, if we're talking about the most iconic Kendrick, we're talking damn to Butterfly, Good Kid. Yeah, I think that those really weigh. Everything else <laughs> here except overly dedicated has had some sort of impact. Like I've heard of these albums yeah. before. Um, so, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll say we'll say an eight point five to a nine for yeah. his discography combined yeah. with the two of us. But mm -hmm. yeah, a strong eight for you, a very strong eight for you, and mm -hmm. a nine for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Damn, damn. Love a lust. Love a lust. Give me every my money. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're at an hour eight right now. <laughs> that's so, not that long. That's not that long. And yeah. Compared to some of our others, true takeover tour. True. Uh, and like five minutes. When did he say that? Three oh three. Okay. Uh, Want to do song of the week first? Yeah. And then we can. Yeah. Get our guest call in here. Let me. Uh, let me fucking find a song. All right. Because there's um, lots. Not to stall for time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't really have a song either. Um, I have a few options i'm gonna look at once we're off camera <laughs> um, um let's see i'm gonna go with uh let's say backstreet freestyle or backseat back freestyle <laughs> Free watch it one more time <laughs> backseat freestyle there you go all Thank right you. <laughs> backseat freestyle backstreet boys Niggas is winning, screaming all my life. I want money and power. Respect my mind or die from this shout. There we yeah. go. Backseat freestyle. There you go. <laughs> that is a great song. Yeah, no, the, that instrumental is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I I just love how clever he is with some of his lyrics. Mm -hmm. Like it's so fun. It, it's it's funny. It's a funny track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, it's just I don't know. I like that one a lot. Yeah. And I see what I like. See that—that's another one where it's like, I—I uh, I love how it feel. It's definitely like a braggadocious track, oh, yeah. and like you can listen to it out of context. Be like, oh yeah, this is hype, but then like in context, it like seem it's just like him like hyping himself up, boasting yeah. to his friends, you know, like overcompensating yeah. <laughs> while doing a freestyle. I I loved the context of that within the album. I was like, that's so fucking yeah. clever, so fucking good. And the fucking ah uh, ring ding ding ah yeah. ring, like, that's fucking recognizable shit. Yeah, it is. It is. I love that. Yeah, and also the the line I've, I've heard it somewhere before. I don't remember where, but the whole like uh, 
wish my dick was big in the Eiffel Tower so I could fuck the world for 72 hours. It's <laughs> a like, great fucking line. I love that shit. I've heard that somewhere else before, but like, yeah, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> and we were joking in the middle. There was one part where he's going, Biatch, go play. Go, Biatch, go play. I'm like, sounds like he's saying Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> love that band. Yeah, just like, Biatch, go play. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, that's a great track. Great track. Uh, Definitely a highlight from Good Kid, even though there's a lot of highlights right oh, yeah. there. Um, yeah. What do you got, Mike? Uh, it's hard to like just pick one track from him that I want to... Because there's so many from him that I love a lot. The only reason I picked something from Good Kid, because I knew you were going to pick something from T-Pav, so I wanted yeah, to mix it up I'm, a little I'm bit. predictable, okay. Uh, well, like, uh, you know, how could you not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I did pick something from T-Pav. Um, I was looking at it, and I was kind of feeling the black or the berry. Okay. So... We're gonna go blacker the berry. Sounds good to me. Sweeter the juice. Yes. I'm the biggest hypocrite in 2015. Once I finish this, witnesses will convey just what I mean. Been feeling this way since I was 16. All right, blacker the berry. Mm-hmm. That juice is real sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the fucking the drums on that song get me so hyped every mm-hmm. time I hear them. Like <laughs> it's just it's so so good. And Such an aggressive. Yeah. Kendrick song like That's probably the most aggressive on that album probably. right I, I, th- I would think so we were looking at Snoop yeah, Dogg <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah, yeah it's definitely, definitely the most... yeah 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 I fucking love that about it like it just has this aggressive nature to it and like the instrumental underneath those drums is also great the guy in the chorus uh I don't know his name cause he's not listed I don't know what the fuck he's saying but like I love the energy <laughs> yeah yeah brings a lot of fucking energy energy uh-huh. to the song it's like god damn yeah but great fucking song <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I just yeah I love that one <laughs> one of the tens on that album oh one of the absolutely. many many tens on that yeah, album yeah one of the multiple tens <laughs> um I was yeah. kind of surprised to see, you know, you brought up a good point about it, but like, I, when I saw For Free had only, you know, uh, 41 million, which is still a lot of fucking streams, but like, not as much as a bunch of these songs, mm-hmm. I felt kind of like hurt by that, because that's a great fucking song. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of said, well, it does have the word interlude attached to it, and also, I think the freeform jazz <laughs> isn't really... A, like a, a typical person may hear that and be like, you know, what the fuck is this? I want trap beats only trap beats only. Um, but yeah, no, for free though is fantastic. Like the flow on there is insane. Oh, insane. Absolutely mad. Absolutely mad. Um, how's our special guest coming along? I'm asking right now. Uh, we'll see in a couple seconds here, I'm sure. Um, he's typing. Up, up. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We're going. Calling through Snapchat. <laughs> hey Hey-o. Hello, John. Hey. Yeah. Hello. What's going on? Not too much. How about you? I'm just recording the podcast. <laughs> Did you guys already finish the song of the week? Uh, yeah, we did, but we can definitely get yours in there. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about it. <laughs> All right, you can say it at the end of the call if you want. Um, okay. If you think of something, if not, that's cool. Uh, so you know, you're our resident Kendrick expert. 
so we just wanted to get your thoughts on his discography just well like overall you don't have to go through everything in detail but like what are your overall thoughts on his you know music you guys already went through it right yes yep um let's see jeez um what did you guys think about OD overly dedicated um we we kind of had a similar uh thought process like it was it was good like it wasn't bad uh, mm-hmm. but like it, it just compared to everything else that comes after it it's just like mid tier <laughs> like 5 out of 10 6 out of 10 somewhere in there <laughs> yeah yeah i would say OD is like by yeah by far his weakest album or or i think it's a mixtape it's considered i think mm-hmm. but it's um i feel like it sh- it shows like like kind of where he's heading yeah yeah sure it just doesn't do it in such a great way but i think there's still some good songs off of it the section 80 um i think that's where he really starts to like get his thing going yeah Um, really starts to blossom yeah yeah exactly for the most part it's really good um i think it kind of drags though in my opinion Mm -hmm. compared to like once you get to like good kid mad city that's where like everything is like top notch right yeah um, do, you like a, speaking of good, do you have like a favorite track off of Section 80? Section 80, I think it has to be Chapter 6. Okay, mm. that's a good one. All right. What about you? What did you guys have for that? Uh, I have to look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, for me, fuck, where is it? I mean, uh, my favorite, my favorite one was Keisha's song. Um, oh, okay. And I also really that's liked one, Keisha's song. Isn't that the one where like the girl she gets like. She's messing with a cop. Uh, I it believe so. I think so. Yeah. And I, I liked uh, Poe Man's Dreams. I thought that one was very good. Oh okay. Yeah, but the price I didn't. I thought maybe you would say like Hole Up or ADHD because those are like the really popular ones. I have Hole Up in my best list. Yeah, I have High oh, Power in my best list. That's another good one I like a lot. Oh yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, what he. About Rick and Morty is? That's the another one. one. He's like, like rapping like just really fast Mm -hmm. yeah is that the one i remember you i vaguely remember you mentioning this is that the one where like he just like he's doing like the circular breathing or whatever on yes yes that that, that is the one that's that track okay gotcha yeah yeah great great good album though uh about good kid what are your thoughts on good kid johnny did you listen to the deluxe version or the the not deluxe version i think we both did deluxe i i listened to deluxe but i only took the uh original tracks into consideration when like okay okay for good kid i think this album is really good um Mm -hmm. like i think start to finish it's really good i think maybe the weakest one on this one is maybe compton Mm. okay okay Uh, second to last song but we're actually that as the last song um but yeah, I think this is really good. I think the the features on this album are really good. J Rock on Money Trees is good. Even Drake's verse is really good. Oh yeah, yeah. Like for Drake being Drake, like his verse is really good on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all hate Drake on this podcast. <laughs> uh, wait till you hear this shit. What 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 do you think Mike's least favorite song on the album is? What do I think the what? That Mike's least favorite song on the album is. Probably, 
Well, if I had to think if it was coming from Mike, <laughs> probably say maybe Mad City. Nah, no. nah, nah, nah. He doesn't like "bitch, don't kill my vibe." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I, I was, I was getting ready to be. Crucified. I love that song. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love that it, song. It makes I mean, sense like, for his taste. From, like that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the remix one with Jay Z? Oh, I don't think I listened to that one to be honest. I know that was on the deluxe, but I don't think I got to it. Yeah, that's a good one. It's does it have a different I instrumental? Can... Uh, no, it's the same one. I think it's just um different verses from the two of them. Uh... Yeah, see, I like the verses on that song. I just I honestly wasn't a fan of the instrumental or the the chorus. I didn't, but except for the whole where he's saying "bitch don't kill my vibe," I, that part's fine. Mm-hmm. But like the chorus, of, "I am a sinner," like that whole part, like I, I just I don't know. I didn't didn't really click with me. <laughs> I can kind of see that because especially like Kendrick's voice is so young on this album. Yeah. So I see like kind of getting annoying. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Did you guys think about the the skits on this album? Oh, they were great. I, yeah, I thought they were great. In my review, I said, I feel bad that Kendrick's dad never got his Domino's. <laughs> not Domino's. Not, not Domino's Pizza. I thought I thought it was. I'm pretty sure it was Domino's. No, it's not Domino's Pizza. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I don't know. So he did an interview one time, and then the interviewer asked him, like, oh, is it Domino's Pizza? And he just laughed. He's like, no, it's not Domino's Pizza. <laughs> Oh, so it's something else. Okay. Okay. Maybe like it's like a local Compton thing or something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, T-Pab. T-Pab. Okay, this is the greatest album of all time. <laughs> uh, start to finish, this is great. The skits are great. I like how uh, he's reading the poem. Every, mm-hmm. nearly every song and then whatever part like he adds on to it it's basically talking kind of like foreshadowing what's going to be the next song yeah and then at the end you find out who's reading it to tupac yeah and then that tupac um interview that was never released until this album came out oh really that's crazy i didn't know that i yeah. thought they just kind of took pre-existing clips no no it's a real interview it's. I think it's one of his last interviews before he passed away. But the person who interviewed him never released it, and somehow Kendrick got in contact with him, and then the interviewer gave him the, like all the clips, or not the clips, but like the whole interview, and then he just, like just that one section. It's not like, it's not like cut up into pieces from like multiple interviews or even that interview. It's like just one part. Wow, that's pretty cool. I was gonna ask how how he how Kendrick traveled back in time to do that, but I guess that's our answer. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you have a what's your? We won't ask your. I know it's your top album of all time, but like, what's your favorite track of a T Pep? I think it has to be Mama. I Mama, think that's, that's a really good one. Like his flow on that one, it's I really like his flow and like his wordplay on that album. I mean, on that song. Um, but besides that, I would say King Kura and so is so funky. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Black of the Berry, I really like that one too. Yeah. Like the drums on that one, and just like the whole beat and the entire energy and the feature that he has in that song. Yeah, do you know who that is? The feature? Yeah. 
Um, he was I on a Kanye song too. Is his name like Shaggy or something? Because like, uh, <laughs> he's, he's some like no, he, he I don't know. No, <laughs> well, no. There's some like weird guy. There's some guy who has like a weird voice, and his name's Shaggy, and he's on a bunch of shit. Looks like it. Uh, he played Assassin. Oh, okay, Assassin. I've never heard of him. <laughs> um, the Black of the Berry one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that rings a tone. Oh, he's from Jamaica. Okay. I think he was on a Kanye song as well, but I can't think of what it was. Mike, every time you hear a Jamaican guy, it is not always a Sasa. <laughs> <laughs> there are many Jamaican men. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> that Kanye one is not a Sasa. It's a different guy. Oh, is it really? Yeah, uh, I, I looked into it too. It's something on Jesus. It I don't remember what it is, but yeah. Oh, um, you're thinking about... Oh, this song is amazing. I think it's on site. Wait, hold on. On site. No, it's it's a it's a it's one that's closer to the end of the album. It's I'm in it. Yeah, I think it's I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like in the middle of the song. It is it assassin. Is, huh. See, John, I'm not racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I wouldn't I think they'd back. be racist. I think that's nationalist. But... <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? Okay, untitled, unmastered here. Oh, Untitled and Master, this, this is a flex. This is a flex. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> this is, like, basically telling, showing off to, like, all the other rappers, like, these are my B-sides, and they are still better than your your A-cut songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, Untitled 2, it's amazing. That mm-hmm. that last verse is super good. Mm-hmm. Um Untitled A, I really like that, and then how he talks about like walking around with blue faces, and it's like blue faces like the money, but also like the just like your emotions. Mm-hmm. Untitled Seven, I like the hook on that one. Goddamn, and, you're just reciting my best list right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, what did you think about? Oh, Untitled One, that one's really good too. I like how how it comes off kind of like. I don't know what's the word like creepy kind of at yeah, first but yeah. whoever that guy is talking and then Kendrick comes in <laughs> yeah and he's, he's like I made to pimp a butterfly for you and you're still asking for more or something like that yeah this is this is already in the episode but I, the first thing I wrote down was that I didn't expect to be seduced right when the album started oh yeah yeah he does sound <laughs> very seductive yeah you're right <laughs> um, he's like come talk to me baby <laughs> yeah right. I was like I'm gonna fuck you but uh, <laughs> Yeah, we we liked it as well, but we don't want to spoil it, so you actually listen to the episode. Uh, <laughs> we know John will listen. Vince oh, is, I know. Vince is the question one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. John's a true friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> true friends, one question. <laughs> and what about Dan? Damn. Damn. Um... Damn, did damn. you listen to the reversed or the... the <laughs> that was going to be my question afterwards. Was, what do you think of Damn Collector's Edition? <laughs> <laughs> we did well, the... Well, I have both of them, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have like six copies of this album, so... You know what, I have a lot of... I have, I have one, two... <laughs> I have four copies of this album, <laughs> and I think it's my third favorite one. Okay. Yeah, me too. I wrote that down as well. Yeah, I think it's... Damn, I mean, I think it's To Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, and Then Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it's good, but I feel like it's just too poppy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it falls off for me. Like, 
God. That one's not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, Love and Loyalty. I thought those were like great songs in the beginning when the first album, when the album first came out. But mm-hmm. now, when it plays, it, it kind of gets like annoying now, just from like I don't know. I guess it's instrumental. Yeah. Okay. Um, besides that, I really like the majority of it it's just it just doesn't have that same factor that the other two albums have yeah mm-hmm. that's what we said as well yeah pretty similar uh yeah we i still love this album like i said uh, like you'll hear but um i don't know yeah it definitely is missing that little that mm-hmm. that spark that he had the last couple right it's not bad just yeah it's it's all right mm-hmm. and then it's how like a like a seven out of ten, maybe. Wow, yeah. look at you. Uh, John and I are connected when it comes to Kendrick. You are. You are. <laughs> uh, we're basically identical. <laughs> I mean, we're basically the same as well throughout. Yeah. Um, but, okay, how would you rank the albums from favorite to least? I know you gave us your top three, but what are your bottom three? So it would be To Cup of Butterfly, Good Kid, Damn, Damn Reverse. Damn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, damn. Then it would probably be untitled, unmastered. Then section eighty. Then, then not really dedicated. I think that's the exact same as me. Right. The same as yours? Uh, yeah, same exact. Damn. We're connected there. Wow. Damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for calling in, John. Yeah. Uh, do you have your song of the week? Uh, yeah, I think I have one. What I will you? go with. I'll go with. Um, Black Boy Fly Black by Boy. Kendrick. All right. All right, cool. Thanks, John. Thank you very much, John. Love you. See ya. Love you, too. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, John, for calling in and being a part of the episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, we had similar thoughts to him, <laughs> pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick's discography is just really good. Um, really good stuff in there if you're looking to get into like hip-hop and like i don't know if you're like me where you like kind of the artsy hip-hop uh yeah and want to do some more like actual hip-hop stuff like kendrick's a really good person to go to for that yeah i would say like it's just constant quality <laughs> honestly yeah. um yeah yeah kendrick is a is one of the best uh artists and rappers of all time i yep. think he's he's very he's cemented that in and i really can't wait for his next album yeah, uh, it'll be the here. last one with tde and hopefully not ever but it'll definitely be the last one with tde so mm-hmm. i'm very excited to hear that yeah and yeah that was our artist analysis on kendrick lamar absolutely yeah if you're uh listening to us on streaming services uh thank you very much we enjoy that's so much and you know you're all Mike fans over there so I mean I love you even more uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we need a sequel called Mike's Market but yeah no you can uh, if you want to see our faces uh, and you know just uh, get links to our other stuff you can check us out on YouTube with the same name uh, B-O-I-S spelled uh, capital N um I said that backwards, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. In the description, we have links to uh, have links to the Twitter page as well as the song of the week playlist uh, for both of us, as well as a combined version. Um, and also, we'll have John's song in there, "Black Boy Fly." Yeah. Um, and then uh, 
for me, you have links to my music page, Plaintive, as well as my album of the year page, yeah. uh, where I do some album reviews. And for Colm, we have his Instagram review page and also his album of the year review yeah, page. Yeah, I'll definitely now. be posting more on album of the year than my Instagram, but like, because <laughs> just because it's more easy and mm. it's I don't know more fun to me than having to like write in my notes app, screenshot it write another thing in my notes app screenshot it's yeah just, yeah it's a little tedious but album of the year is very easy to use so mm-hmm. you'll see more from me there yeah and you can keep up with our scores uh and like see what we're liking from this year what we're not because yeah. you know we have a lot of episodes that are an hour long we know not everyone can watch them <laughs> so okay. you can yeah you can get our brief thoughts because a lot of the stuff we talk about on here we end up talking about on there as well at right. least for me um so mm-hmm. yeah Cool. Um, See you, baby. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>